Hey, 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 welcome back to another week. Man, what an exciting week. Um, this is the State Focused Podcast. I am your host, Artie Delgado, uh, cinematographer, DP, and Steadicam operator. And you know what, man, I'm just, I, I can't say enough, but um, we have a very special guest today, Icy Ice. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Artie. Dude, thanks for being Honored to be on your show. <laughs> <laughs> man, it, this is exciting because, you know, it's nothing, it's, you can't have anything better than having your own friends, uh, especially in this whole room. I mean, you're looking around, we got uh, 10 people in this room and it's all the family and friends, so it's exciting to have all that. But, um, man, today we, we are, we're going to be discussing just uh, some of the new projects we got to line up, but uh, also we're showing diversity about a lot of what we've been doing, a lot of the relationships we've been building along the ways. We are really kind of just showing guys that uh, the things that we've had been successful has been really relational based. Right. Uh, and you are just one of those, man. I mean, you are you are a prime example of where we've become and the friendship we've had and, and the things that we've been able to uh, to bond with and have life with and not just not just film, but life. And so yeah. um, Icy Ice has been a legend in the DJ game, uh, has been a, a big impact in my personal life when I was doing hip hop in the industry. We would go to you know your stores and and hope to find you in the store at the time, and we would say <laughs> we're looking for records, and you know it was ice here, and then we'd always miss you, and we were just hoping to always get a chance to meet you at the time. And what a legend you have done, the legacy you have been building, a new legacy you're building now uh, is just so impressive, and glad to be part of along the ride. And uh, we've we've done some exciting projects together already. Definitely. And um, <laughs> so give a little bit of idea, man. We want to we want to just talk a little bit about your you're a, you you are a brand. You are a DJ, but you are a brand, and there's much more to that. But uh, give me a little, uh, just let them know a little bit what you're doing. How, I know there's so much to get into, but in a short time we have, what it is you, you are doing in, the, in that, that, that whole culture of hip-hop and, and the DJing right now? In the culture of DJing, I've been able to just take a love and passion for music and for DJing, the art form period, and be able to t- take it and transcend lots of different areas jump different genres and do different things um i'm a dj first and foremost but i also look at myself as an artist and an entrepreneur and someone that um takes my love and passion for djing and also learns how to do different types of business models out of it you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i mean i've been able to i started out doing little parties house parties little birthday parties quinceaneras debuts, different things like that, moving on, on up into weddings. And then from there, graduated into doing some nightclubs. Next thing you know, I'm doing like uh, all age clubs, 18 and overs, then 21 and over clubs. I was a 16 year old guy doing a 21 and over club back at that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing mm-hmm. that my parents even let me out, mm-hmm. of, out of the house and be able to do those type of things. But it was all a, a progression, you know, so from doing those type of things, got into radio. I met Julio G, who was one of the OG K-Day Mixmasters, mm-hmm. and at the time, he was DJing for Eazy-E, Ruthless Radio. And then uh, around that time, Easy had passed and then opened up the door for Julio to, to take over his show and basically opened up the door for a lot of local radio DJs. And the Beat Junkies, our crew, was uh, one of the first guys that, that he's, he, um, he had on the show. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, just uh, from radio to clubs to producing our own clubs to producing our own concerts to DJing for artists, touring with artists, um, marketing, branding, doing all this different stuff all around music, artists, uh, DJs, 
the whole culture. We've been able to just transcend and be able to do different things. And um, from that, I was able to, you know, open up record labels or record stores. Mm -hmm. We eventually had a a mini record label at the time. Uh, We were doing distributions for for a different artist. And then um, everything just from from uh, retail all the way up into online Mm -hmm. and and then, you know, so on and so forth. But it's it's a constant journey. It's been a process and, uh, you know, just enjoying the ride. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's nothing to say. I mean, your your expertise and your your craft is is on point. It's on top notch. Um, I, I watch how we, we. I mean, when we just filmed just this last weekend, I mean, you saw how people flock around you, and I think it's different than just the fact that you're a, the, a dope DJ. There's definitely more relation relation. You're very humble at what you do. Um, you don't have to say much. I mean, you deliver. You do the goods. And then that's it. And that right there, people are flocked to. Um, and I watch how they attract by, by your, your personality. And I think that's, that's taking you a long way. And I think that's, that's a little, uh, uh, what I could say is for us too, as yeah. well. We have been able to do that as well. Um, we, we, uh, we value that kind of craft and, 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 and we want to do more of that and, and build off of that. But um, right. as we kind of uh, have talked a little bit more about what we've done, what, I'm excited to have done so many projects with you. Uh, we've filmed, I mean, it's been years now. We've been doing a lot of uh, promos for you. We've been doing um, some things. But what, what would you say is like, what's, di- what's been different? Have you, have you noticed anything different about what we, we've able to put together for you? What, what's been the concept of, as you and an artist, being able to, you know, we don't get to hear the, from the artists themselves sometimes right. the vibe or what that's been like. But what have you noticed a difference in what we do that's helped you or worked with? What has what well, that been like? First off, you know, we've, we've uh, been kind of crossing paths with a, a lot of different events that we've been doing. Everything from Turn Your Campus all the way up to Catalyst and then uh, doing these, these, these different types of events where, where we've been working together. But what I admire about you and your whole Brink team and, and your crew is that not only are you just capturing the moment, but the funny thing is that you, you are... You are capturing moments you're showing moments but then you're also teaching and you're that that's one thing i really admire about you is you're really into the teaching aspect of of um helping others and i really admire that about you and then you're not only just taking uh something that you love and that you're passionate about and helping others but then you're pushing the boundaries and you're you're putting together your own film premieres and you're putting together I I've, I've been part of your your two yep. film premieres that yep. you you put together and right. it's been like just a a huge jump from your very first one to your second one mm. and it's it's amazing to watch your growth it's amazing to see what you're doing in the community the the lives that you're touching through uh, you know helping the organizations that you're working with I'm amazed and I, I really tip my hat off to you and the, the whole Brink team for what you're doing. Well, thank you, brother. I mean, that, that right there, you have been a big supporter to us. I mean, it's not just been, you know, we've been able to do some big things, but you have been a big supporter of us. I mean, yeah, like you said, those premieres and being part of that, you've helped us succeed with some of those by being part of that. Um, and that's just, a, that's just a relationship based that we've been based off of that, right? I mean, right. it's been because we've known each other and we have vision off of each other and all of those things. So we couldn't have done it without you, man. So that's been a big help too. Real quick, I want to talk a little bit about the idea that today you are where you've been. You have a legacy of what you've been, but are you done? Meaning, are you done grinding? Are you still hustling? Is it come easy now? Are you getting gigs like no big deal? Or are you still working hard to do that? And is that a, is that a road? What is that like for you? Because I know for me, and people ask all the time, like, dude, how are you getting so much? You're always busy. You're always doing this. How is that happening? Well, that doesn't come without hard work. I'm still, I'm still hustling to get that. I'm still selling myself to get that. 
How does that work? And I know that's in my field, but how does that work for you and what you do? Is that still a hustle for you? Oh, it's a constant hustle. Yeah. You know, like with, with DJing, just like any artist, you're, you're out there trying to grind and, and get these bookings, get these gigs. Um, like yourself, you're out there just putting yourself out, putting yourself out and, and um, making sure you stay top of mind for, for people that are looking for your services. So likewise, as a DJ, we're trying to put ourselves out there and make sure that we're staying on top of mind for, for everybody. So whether we're making some mixes or we're trying to get on, you know, do different radio shows or be on a podcast like this, mm-hmm. well, you know, we're, we're doing out what we can to get out there, get our exposure and uh, make sure that we're out there in the public eye. So. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's the same type of process that what you're doing. And, um, you know, like it's, it's still a grind, even though I've been in the game, uh, this long. Yes. Uh, we still have to work for those gigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's one of the things it doesn't stop. And that's part of, um, we, we had, we talked about this last week. We had the idea that you are a business. You have to think a business mind, but you, you can't just be, how do you be creative? But how do you do the business side too as well? You had to be good at the business side of things. And mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of what we were talking about last week. And I think that goes to you too. You have to become a good business. You may have to do the things that you don't necessarily like doing. In our right. process in filmmaking, guys, that you know that you uh, there are things in the world that you have to do that aren't maybe all the fun process. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not the, 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 the late night stuff that you have to prepare for. Most of my success is about how much good I am at pre-production, how prepared I am. Um, a good story that I w- will, will show this is that I've always prepared myself for the unthinkable. And most of the time that I've done that, it's been able to lead with a very big success story at the end of it. I did a, a shoot uh, a couple of years ago and I filmed Mark Burnett in his house, similar to this. It was, a, it was when he just finished the, um, the Bible series. And so he was on this big kick where everyone was interviewing and the way that he does it right. is he does six or seven interviews in his house in different rooms and he has different networks come in to do these shootings. And then he, in three hours, he'll knock out like, you know, 10 interviews. He'll knock out all right. these interviews. And so he doesn't have to go anywhere. And so he's going from one to room to room. Well, I came in as a last minute, uh, they, someone backed out and they needed someone to come in. Mm-hmm. And I came with full on gear. Like I didn't have to come with anything. I was supposed to come in with, with gear that they had had on set. I came prepared with two cameras, two tripods, the whole deal, audio gear. I came in with everything just because I was like, I don't know what to expect. This is at right. a high level. I walked in, man, and and they were. I was expecting it, this high production, and the crew that was working was working with the same cameras at the time that I was working with. And I thought, hmm. I was expecting these guys to be using high-end stuff. And I was like, they're using the same thing. I thought, okay, okay. My confidence just went up. And then one of them, their, their, their camera wasn't working or they forgot a camera. And so they didn't know what they were going to do. And I said, I got another camera in the car. And he was like, the producer was like, you have another camera. I was like, yeah. He's like, shoot, we don't have a tripod for that. I was like, I got a tripod for it. He's like, are you serious? I was like, yes, I came prepared. I saved the day basically. Let me add to that same, that same scenario. When I told you that there were multiple crews set up throughout the house, I had, uh, there was, there was one thing that our producer had forgotten to get a plug from Mark Burnett. You know, Hey, my name is Mark Burnett and you're watching so-and-so TV. They didn't get that from him. They forgot. And so because of that, they thought they were going to miss out on getting that from him. And he had already gone on to another room to get the next interview. Well, because I had built a relationship with a couple of the other crews throughout the house all morning long, I went into the next room and before they were setting up for him, they were about to be coming next. They were all, they had these nervous, uh, faces on their, on their looks on their faces. And I said, what's going on? And they said, we had forgotten our tripod. 
And I was like, are you serious? And they were going to try and put the camera on like a table. Like uh -huh. they were Mickey mousing it. Wow. I said, you guys are going to put it on the table. They said, yeah, we don't have a tripod. I said, listen, we, I'll let you use my tripod. And they were like, you have a tripod? I said, yes, but we want your first five minutes time with him to give it a plug out of him, do what we need. And they were like, absolutely, we'll do it. So because of the relationship built, mm -hmm. I not only saved the team that I had been with, I saved another team that didn't know what they were going to do. And I ended up getting the plug out of him, meaning him, he was able to say, oh, what do you need? And we, they got him to say it for us. And we ended up getting that footage. And I was just an extra guy coming on set, had not even been part of the team from day one. And these were the things that I started learning success at a very young time in my career was right. like, you always have to over prepare about what you're doing. And that has been some of my success. Do you have some of that as we wrap up? Do you have some advice that you could say has been a key to your success and the things that you do um, that have made you well and for your personal experience that have made you good at what you do? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't have the, the same type of, type of story that you yeah, do yeah. In, in terms of preparation. But yeah, preparation is key, like to, to be prepared because you put yourself in any kind of gig situation. It's, it's amazing. Uh, what can go wrong always goes wrong. Yep. <laughs> so you always have to be prepared for, and, and have extra equipment for different things. But I think um, one thing that I would share with creatives and people that are in this type of field, someone that are, that's really trying to make it, Really, the key to everything is relationships. So being able to be able to speak to people, being able to stay in touch with them and build a relationship with yeah. them. This is a relationship business. And um, when you're when you're good at networking and good at, um, you know, like meeting people mm -hmm. and then getting to to know them and uh, build with them and work with them as well. Uh, that's, you know, like things go a lot further than just you know, doing a job and then uh, right. leaving it. Right. So yeah, in, in this, this type of field, if, if there's one thing I can say, it's building those relationships because those are key yeah. and you never know uh, where one relationship will lead to, to your, your career, you know? Yeah. Uh, my, my one build with, with Julio G uh, meeting him at that one point opened up the doors for radio and wrote radio just opened up mm -hmm. the, the world for me as far as a DJ and just set myself apart from, everybody else that was uh, yeah. just coming up in the game along and, it with and me. You had to be ready at that point. I mean, when at that level, when you got to Julio G and you got at that moment, you had to be ready. Oh yeah. And you were ready at that moment. And that's why that, it, that's why you grew from that. And that's why I tell guys, you got to be ready when that moment comes. You got to be, what are you doing to prepare yourself for that time? Exactly. I will add to this all to the relationship. Uh, I was telling this story to one of our, our guys too. One thing to help build relationship mm -hmm. is you got to be likable quickly. As a director, I get put in front of people very fast and I got to get them to trust me very fast. I want them also see my vision very fast and I want right. them to give me their everything they can. And even if they got to stay a little later, just because they like the vision, right? I practice this. I was telling one of the guys, I practice this every time I go to the grocery store. I actually have conversations and you try this and, and guys that want to get better at relationship building, try this. Here's a little tip. Here's a try this. Every time you go to the grocery store, and you only have that minute, maybe minute, two minutes of that time with the cashier. Mm -hmm. How much information can you get out of her? How much conversation can you get out of her? How much can you take her out of her element, Larry, and make her smile and let uh -huh. her, when you walk out of that aisle and you leave that grocery with your groceries, how fast can you get her to say, I remembered him. I liked him. Right. That is one thing I self-consciously do every time I walk in a grocery store. And that has given me good practice to be able to say how fast can I get into this person's life and how fast can I let them in mine? 
and it's a complete stranger mm -hmm. and they see tons of people all day long and I work hard at that. And um, yeah, it's something that I, I actually try to do. And it was kind of a technique that, that I go to the grocery store all the time or I see cashiers all the time. And it's a conscious thing I do regularly to build relationships, to gain trust, um, to, to, to get stronger at that because that, that is what it's based off, right? Relationship. Yes. So, so what, what kind of questions do you ask them right off the bat? Uh, right off just, the bat, just like, to, you know, just to get, get stuff how's out your of day? Them. How long you, you know, um, uh, what, what's, you know, Hey, uh, I'll say something like, uh, you got kids, you know, I mean, I literally push the boundaries. I go right into it and you'd be surprised how fast they open up. And before you know it, I got a lot of information out of them. By the time I leave, <laughs> I, I know a lot about their names and people they you know, whatever. And I'm making small talk and, right. um, I'm able to do that at a very fast pace. And so now when I come on sets, I'm able to have those quick relationships because you do have only moments at times to you have that opportunity to meet somebody and you want them to leave liking you yeah, right away. Exactly. And so that's one of the things that I work at. And it's it's a good purpose on why I do it. It's not a bad. I, I, I do it for a real reason. And it's because I'm genuine and really wanting to know uh, people. And yeah. that's the, the people game. So, so I mean, the, the key thing that you're doing pretty much is, is really just making yourself memorable to that person. So if you could do that with the cash register, you could do that with anybody in a room that you're trying to network with. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so, good. Yeah. I think that's good, man. Bro, I know we, we could go more. There's so much more we could talk about. I, I just want to say thank you for being here today and, and talking. And um, before we get out of here, we want to let you guys know there are also some big things in the works that uh, Ice and I are going to be putting together in this next year. Definitely. Uh, we, we, we cannot say too much, but we will say that there's something big coming this year. Uh, every year we always are pushing ourselves to the next limit. And, um, we have some big stories coming along to, to tell this legendary story of ice along with some other, um, big, big legends in the game, in the DJ world. And we are super excited to be partnering, uh, with you on this and, uh, guys look, stay tuned for it and, uh, follow along and, and see this journey coming up. Yeah. I think, you know? uh, I'm, I'm really excited that you you and the whole Brink team are going to help bring to life uh you know some stories that need to be heard and uh we're going to be able to expose some behind the scenes and uh give people a bird's eye view of what it is to be in the dj community yeah, so like yeah. really excited for this project that we're going to be working on and it's it's going to be exciting that's great well guys you can check out more about what we are doing ice where can they find more information about what you do uh, check out your website Check out my website, icicemusic.com, and you can find me on all social media at DJ Ice. DJ Ice bro, thank you so much. And don't forget to check out brinkbaby.com uh, for more information. Guys, don't forget to pick up your Brink product, hoodies, shirts, and don't forget to pick up those socks. Um, guys, when you do are able to do that, you are helping support a lot of what we do within our inner city community. And um, we, we love working with nonprofit organizations, um, helping urban kids in the local city. So make sure you check that out, support. And uh, we thank you for all you listeners that are continuously um, supporting us. We can't do it without you. And we love you guys. And hopefully so, filmmakers, uh, this is helping. And throw us questions because we want more. And we will be able to guide you with some more just stories of what we've been through. So thank you. Until next time, stay focused. We'll see you guys next time. California dreaming of a universal takeover. Got real hip hop is screaming. Shaking his peeps, taking over the coast. You can brag and boast about your flows, but y'all ain't coming close. We hit y'all with a dose of a time bandit production. Some say the vibe in LA is under construction. One for the providers who be selling them chunky. Peace to the fantastic four and them famous beat junkies.